All right, we hot. We bike with another one. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. Better than motherfucking cable. You already know what you're here for. We don't got to go over it. It's me and Monty T. And we got B in the building. And you know we're going to bring it like we always bring it. So let's get it. I swear my glow up in lightning. Hot yeah, something like lightning. This shit a hit on my psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business. And that's why I'm business minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's a science, apply it. Worst come to worst, you tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot, just the effort. I admire. You're higher than the girlfriends at this point. Oh my god, my circle is smaller than the point. I'd rather sit in their voice than hearing them think on their voice. We already have. We back, we here. How you doing, B? Yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, I'm a little anxious about this up and coming weekend, but you know. We'll get there. Because it's like, as the anxiety builds, it's like it, the week slows up. But <laughs> we're here for it either way. It's like, here, take my money. <laughs> take my money. <laughs> we need to see this. We need to see how this work out. But we here for UFC Vegas 64. Rodriguez versus Lamos. This was a good one. This was this a good was... one. I appreciated the prelims. And the prelims looked like the main event. Mm-hmm. You know, how they was just running through their opponents, but I, I enjoyed this one. Yeah, this, everybody was putting it all out there, for sure. So even when the commentary was talking about people not putting it all out there and all that, like, everybody was kind of pushing it. Pace was being pushed from both ends in every fight, pretty much. Yeah. We're going to start it off with a no-cap recap. Who's first up? Tamirez Vidal versus mm-hmm. Ramona Pascal. Mm-hmm. This went to Vidal round one. One knee to the gut, no to the solar plex right there. Like I know yeah. some of y'all out there been hit right there in that top part of your stomach. Oh, this side, that part of your stomach, and you couldn't breathe for a second. That's what happened, you know. And it was from uh, double knees, like uh, jump double knees, mm-hmm. up double knees, whatever you want to call it. And it was because people were pushing it. <laughs> and that's what happened. Pascal really was looking good as well up until that moment. She was she was landing. Boxing looked good. But all had that, that extra edge where she was determined to get it done and get it done early. Pascal came in overweight. There was four fighters that came in overweight on this fight car. I think that's what... You know, push the agenda a little bit more with some of them. So. They was trying. They was trying to go on strike, <laughs> but the opposite <laughs> way. But like, they wasn't denying the food. They wasn't. They wasn't Here going on go. a food strike. Was oh going, my god! It was going on an overweight strike. Uh, break the scale strike. <laughs> but not break the scale. I don't know why that was just the first thing that popped in my head. But like you know, mm. that's what the strike would be called if it was a strike. Break the scale strike. But a lot of people came in overweight. As if they were trying to do it. Well, they, they can't find us all. Yes, they can. <laughs> <laughs> and they will. <laughs> but a lot of it was short notice, though. So it's just like, hey, I appreciate the people picking up the fights. But, like, it t- put things in perspective for the rest of their careers. It's like, oh, shit. I can't be dancing around this, this you know, this weight. Because I can be getting a call, especially when I'm expecting the call. Yeah. Shout out to Vidal. She got performance of the night. Yes, she did. So one of the ones who got performance of the night. Next, we got Carlos Candelario versus Jake Hadley. And this was a round two finish. I like the boxing on both ends. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. Both people were being defensive. And they really, but Jake Hadley definitely was 
touching a little bit more. Yep. Uh, I think Carlos was mixing it up more. Yeah. Know? But Jake, uh, he was quicker. It seemed like he was just like two steps ahead and mm-hmm. and he and he just couldn't keep up and yeah. he got caught. But he sat in that triangle for a bit. It was like he was dazed and confused. He was trying to figure yeah. out. I don't know if he was trying to run the clock out, but he sat there for a minute and you thought he was like trying to maneuver it out. No, he yeah. was just sitting there not doing anything. And then he went and grabbed that leg. Oh, it's all over now. And then he got the tap. But I was trying to figure out like, what is he doing? And he wasn't doing anything. So I was, maybe he was confused too and surprised that it happened. I don't know, but... It- is that's when people teach you one layer of triangle defense. <laughs> yeah, because he did posture up immediately. He just posture up. He was, there, there. He was clear. And he Somebody's, was not. Same when you coached that just taught him one layer of the triangle defense. And he going up against Jake Hadley. My thing is, he just postured up. He thought that was it. <laughs> he did. And, that's, and that's when he broke the posture back down. And that's when he sat in the triangle like, okay, maybe his legs will get tired because in the gym, everybody's legs get tired and then they just let me go no <laughs> that's not how that worked back to the mats you know that's how that that's kind of how, how that goes shout out to jake hadley on getting it done on being nice on the ground like not just allowing him to posture up and let your legs go and being patient with the submission so mm-hmm. shout out to him to get it done and his boxing was looking nice too so yeah but johnny muñoz First, Ludwig Shalinian uh, came through with the Unanis. Johnny Munoz pretty much outclassed him. Ludwig. Yeah, worked him round yeah. one and two. Yeah, and then that's when Ludwig came through with this will to win at the end. Yeah, round three. And, and I just didn't save it. I thought they might have botched it because he was having moments in first and second, but not enough really to win it. Right. And then third, so it's like he really tried to show up in the third to really try to take the win, but... I didn't go for him. You nannies all day. Like that was that was good on the judges. I hope I'm glad they didn't didn't botch that one. Yeah, he was trying to get the KO, and then it's like uh, Munez was getting caught up a bit, mm-hmm. so he was trying to he was throwing those big shots back, but he mm-hmm. was also getting hit by some of those big shots. So I was like, man, just like I hope yep. it, this is not where you know you're yeah. trying to match it, and then you get knocked out, and luckily. Exactly. He was able to evade enough to not allow that to happen. So I was appreciative because he did work hard in round one and two. So yep, shout out to him having composure. Oh, yeah. And I was confused as to why Carlos Candelario and Jake Hadley didn't get a, a performance of the night. Oh, because I think Carlos was overweight. I think that's what, what it was. But I didn't know that you can get a performance of the night if you was overweight. I didn't know that. If you came in overweight, I didn't know that you can. It kind of just like botch it. It's like, why would I reward mm-hmm. you? Just what I, I've been noticing, like people who get TK's O's off of injuries, they're not getting performance of the night either because I guess they're not trying to glorify the injury or whatever the case may be, even yes. though you got the TKO and it happened in the fight and your weapons failed you in a sense. It's like, I- we don't want to glorify you not make it wait and think you're going to get a performance of the night, no matter how good you do. But the first girl, uh, uh, Vidal didn't make weight and she got performance of the night. So that means that's kind no, of Pascal didn't make weight. Oh no, it was Pascal. Yeah. yeah it was she Pascal didn't, that didn't, she make, didn't weight. make weight. Oh, okay. True. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because the three people like in the beginning, it was the trend of them losing. And then one came through and one, even though he was 
the overweight one, but we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. So speaking of performance of the night. Man, this was crazy. This one was crazy. Pollyanna Viana oh, so. versus Jin Frey. <laughs> I was just about to go into it. Pollyanna came through with the, you know, with the knockout. Yeah, apparently she's been throwing that flying knee all throughout camp. And her, her team was happy when she landed it. And she just put her pieces together at the end. She did not let that girl recover. So I am appreciative that she got that killer instinct to see when her opponent is even stumbled for a minute. She went in and got a job done because I was a little nervous. That girl was buff as hell. I was like, man, if she land, that might be lights out for her. So I'm dang. I was, we were both surprised when we saw yeah. this. I, I was, I was surprised the way she put it together at the end for, for sure. And uh, that she and that she did snap right into it. Like once she saw the knee kind of stunder, it was just like, oh, I got it, I got it, <laughs> go. Because if you look at her last fight, her last fight, she pretty much just laid on her back. And uh, I guess they were telling her to be more exciting. So I guess she has that capability to just turn it up when she wants to. So hey, more power to her. Definitely looking forward to the next fight. <laughs> she kind of reminded me of Juliana Pena. Yeah. And, and the thing like, about it is she has a good like ground game version. too she has a, well she has a good jujitsu package like I won't say wrestling and all that but you know shout out to her for getting a W and performing to the night heck yeah Yeah. Jenny Frey came through strong in hell strong <laughs> I was worried about her getting knocked out too like cause at first Pollyanna's stance wasn't looking too sure like that was gonna happen Yeah. and that knee came and it was just like oh alright bet work it next mario batista versus benito lopez benito lopez just wasn't it just wasn't his night at all he, he came in overweight too he came in overweight it was he was going against mario batista who was in great shape and and trying to run through guys so this was the first round submission the arm bar from the triangle he looked like he was just, that was just his flow. He was just mm -hmm. in his world. Everything he wanted to land with, he landed with. He just, he looks phenomenal yeah. out there. It was he, just, it was great to watch. Heavy shots too. Super heavy. That's the yeah. that's the main thing I could think about with him. He was, his intentions when he landed was bad. So <laughs> he really wanted to do damage and Benito Lopez just kind of, uh, when he got caught in that triangle, it was it was he was already ready to be done. So yeah, he made some adjustments and then got the arm bar, but it was a yep. very dominant position. Yes. He, he, as soon as he got on the ground, he started dominating on the ground. So he looked great on his feet and on the ground. It's just I'm excited to see what, what's next for him. What who who's next? Mm. What is that exactly. gonna look like? Yeah, like bantamweight looking crazy, but like I said about flyweight, yeah, flyweight doing his thing, but bantamweight always got some dogs going. Mm. Speaking of some dogs, you got Miranda Maverick versus Shannon Young. And this one was uh, Unani's for Miranda Maverick. Uh, she just got it done. Well, not really got it done, but she got it done, the W. <laughs> Shannon Young. Uh, Shannon Young cut her dreads off to make weight. She didn't want to be the fifth fighter mm -hmm. to come in overweight. But I was like, man, let me go see what she cut off. She cut off her dreads. Her, her her dreads yeah so i was like mm. Why okay. is that yeah 
But uh, Miranda, Miranda took it down. It was easy to keep Shannon Young there. Apparently, Shannon Young's been on the ground before and still hasn't evolved her ground game. It's just like, I don't know what kind of record you think you will have if you don't develop your ground game and people know that's a weakness of yours. Miranda went and made all the right changes to develop her ground game because she didn't want to get stuck there anymore. That's what you're going to have to do. Yeah. I thought this was kind of like a mismatch in the first place. Like I was like, Miranda Maverick is definitely going to get this W. Like if anybody was to put some money down, they should know Miranda Maverick was going to get this one. Um, uh, Miranda Ma- Maverick's wrestling is just like far past Shayna Young's. And like you saw that inside of like in that, in that fight. Mm-hmm. So, and her hands were looking good and that's what, that's all she needed. Yeah, they that's were kind of equal in the hands. It was like hard saying. to distinguish what was going to happen if they stayed up on their feet. But that's mm-hmm. why Miranda took it to the ground. Exactly. Smart, smart move on you, girl. Exactly. But that's the thing. If she can get her to taken down, and it was like she did it with ease. So it was just like, if you can yeah. do it with ease, just keep doing it then. Yeah, she was having a hard time getting up. She went belly down. But but the thing that I did like about Shannon Young, she didn't give up. She was staying active, still exactly. trying to get up. But you got you to gotta work that in training, girl. Not... The time is mm-hmm. not in the match, the UFC. Yeah. That's not the time, but to work it in training. So, mm-hmm. but I think she's going to take a lot from this and go back and work on her ground game a bit more. Got to. Hope so. Yeah. Speaking of, we were talking about a lot of wrestling. <laughs> he made a mockery of this man. A whole Grant. lot of wrestling. And this was elite too. Like, Grant like- Dawson defeats Mark O. Madsen. He said, he was going to beat that man where he shined the most. Uh, Mark is an Olympian uh, wrestler. So Grant Dawson said he was going to grab at his legs and make it so he can't wrestle because he's always thinking about his legs. And that's exactly what he did. He dominated the crap out of this man from round one and round two. Could Didn't let him set anything up. He was just all over it. Yep. This is one of those times Grant Dawson leaned into his wrestling um, against a good, another good wrestler, and Grant Dawson's wrestling is looking elite. God yeah. damn! Like, and and it's like I'm telling you, like sometimes, like being closer to those fundamentals is so much better than being like elite Olympian all the way at the highest level because it's like there's so many at that time, like you got so many holes in your game uh, compared to somebody that is like at a certain point closer to the fundamentals. I could appreciate Grant Dawson coming in and just like really getting it done against Mark Madsen. That rear naked choke was elite. By that time, Mark Madsen was doing like this fake tap because uh, it looked like he tapped earlier in the fight. Yes, but like, what was up with that? Exactly, it, it was like a it was like a fake tap, and then that's when and no, I guess nobody noticed it. And then when he was about to tap the official time, he did this kind of fake tap on the top of his head first, and then. He did his official tap, but mm-hmm. that was kind of weird. That's that's yeah. that's what I will say. That's like a little tactic that some people have that you that you do in a gym, just to get people to loosen up before you. <laughs> no, I didn't tap. <laughs> nah. that happened Shout- a couple times to me. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Grant Dawson. Yeah, like what did? That's a Jacob. Don't be a Jacob. <laughs> Grant Dawson, big W. Mark Masson is one of those guys. So. Keep going up, and I'm looking forward to his next lightweight. Lightweight is looking crazy too. Yeah, like <laughs> flyweight and lightweight, really looking like that. Tagir, Yulin Bekov versus Nate Manus, and this was a round one get them done 
Main, main is just change weights. Now he's in flyweight. Um, he was in bantam weight, I believe, before this. So he went down. Somebody still got it done. So to gear, shout out to you on getting it done. Those guys from Russia are not playing. Yeah, they sick of people trying to, you know, drop down and think it's going to be a cakewalk mm-hmm. coming into their division. So each time that happens, they're trying to make a statement like, this ain't what you want. You thought it was going to be easier. No, it just got harder for you. And it did. <clears throat> <laughs> now he has to work out of this, mm-hmm. you know, in a new division, mm-hmm. which is like a wilder division. Now, like, well, you tripping? Why? Why you do that? You was cool. You was that. You coming to flyweight like that? No, flyweight is not fucking playing. And as you can see, Tagir showed you straight out the cut. Like I, this is probably the second second time I think I heard Tagir's name. Hmm. <laughs> and it's just like that's just Tagir. We're not even at the top of the division yet. Like these guys go for real. But Nate, you shall learn. <laughs> you shall learn. You might want to throw in the weight back a little bit and just. Go up, fuck it. And go back up. Say, you know what? Them flyweight motherfuckers, y'all can have that. <laughs> or just bounce around, you know, till you find somebody you can beat. That's not how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how that goes. Uh, but next, Derek Minner versus Shaylon Northern Becker. And this was uh, round one. Get them done. Yep. Uh, Shaylon is definitely doing his thing throughout the division, throughout the featherweight, and I'm not seeing a lot of people that really can like can stand up with him because like he has the he has that pressure when it comes to like the power. But Derek Minner really did not stand a chance. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't really, kick that man hip. Like he he didn't stand he didn't stand a chance. You he, said he, he kicked his hip. He kicked the hip. It looked like the toes hit the hip, and then his knee looked like it messed up. Then he went in to kick it again just to see how 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 bad can it be. And it was bad. But Shaylin, he saw it and he immediately went in, got that killer instinct to mm-hmm. get the job done if if you're not gonna stop it now with this injury. So shouts out to him. Mm-hmm. Being able to recognize that and go in and, and get the job done. Yeah. Speaking of one, killer instinct. Get the job done. Neil motherfucking Magny versus Daniel Rodriguez. Got the submission. Daniel Rodriguez was on a run. And I think this is like a ball never lies type thing. Because, mm. like, his last fight versus Lee Jingling, like, and Neil Magny, I think Lee Jingling versus Neil Magny would, would Neil Magny, he will get, Lee Jingling will give Neil Magny a, a lot of problems. But Daniel Rodriguez, I don't think he won that last fight. I don't feel like that. And I feel like this Neil Magny fight was like a, a ball never lies moment. And a progr- and us really seeing how uh, Neil Magny's jujitsu is progressing. And he's really turning up. Like, we saw a new level of Neil Magny. Like, he probably see a, a lane where he can make it to the, the championship level. And and then Daniel Rodriguez was definitely the guy to, to see about that. So, shout out to mm-hmm. Neil Magny. This, that was a big W. Yeah, it was, but Neil Magny was taking a lot of unnecessary shots, and I was getting very nervous. I'm like, you can't take too many more of those, which is why I think they ended up going to the ground. Mm -hmm. Like, round two, he kind of laid back a bit. Round one, he was very active, but round two, he started showboating a bit more, even though he's taking these shots. Like, ah, you didn't knock me out, but Mm -hmm. hey, they adding up. 
and I can see your head ricochet and I can see the progression that's what that's happened afterwards. I want to slow that down a bit. And I guess his corner was like, we need output. You need to get somewhere safe, apparently. And the ground was the best option for that. Because if they had stayed up on their feet, it was it wasn't looking good for Neil Magny. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but he got it to where he needed to get it to win this fight. He was making some really good shots, um, but once he got Rodriguez on the ground, he was just kind of stuck there. He was doing like very minimum to get up, and it seemed like he didn't know what to do when he was down there, which was great for Neil Magny. But that was 13 and 14. Like as you go down in the division, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to step that up a bit. I I really don't want to take anything away from him, but like. You can't be showboat yeah. like that, well, getting not getting headshots like that. Well, what I'm, uh, even though he those, I don't know, I don't know if I feel like I was more worried about the shots he was going to take m- more so than the shots he actually took, because mm-hmm. this is like the shots he did take made me feel worried about the shots he would continue to take because it's like Daniel Rodriguez was like building momentum out of like anger and shit, yep. <laughs> and it's just like. And he was starting to land, especially like at the end of round one or round two. Yeah. Like he, he got that that quick little combo in there. So that's why at the end of like, I think round, yeah, round end of round two, Neil Magny was like, uh, hold on, let me take you back. Or let me take you down to the ground real quick, right before this, this bell go off. But he exploited Daniel Rodriguez's game. So if he, he knew he was going to have a Daniel Rodriguez fight, so what do he do? Study uh, footage. Nobody takes this man down. My jiu-jitsu is getting better. I'm going to take this man down. And I'm gonna submit him. So that's what exactly exactly what happened. So that's why I'm saying, like, that's why for real, like I, I can't like as many shots he did take. I've seen Neil Magny take more shots and still stand up. And uh that's why I was like kind of worried, but I was like, I seen him take more shit. And no, but I and know, I, you know, I understand that, but you chipping at your shield each time. So yep. you're not gonna be as strong as you were, you're not gonna be able to take as many shots as you have before. Last Neil Magny. Neil Manny's been in this over what 15 years and it just like in round one it looked like he was just thinking about man I can't do this too much longer I can't keep taking shots like this this is not what I plan to do for the (laughs) next three years it looked like he was having that conversation with himself (laughs) as he was taking those shots in his fight so I think he's gonna try to get as many fights as he can within the next two years because he know there is no long, long-term long benefit to this. You can't keep taking shots like this. And I'm sure this is not something you want to continue to put your body through. So I think he's going to try to get to that, you know, title shot faster right, now yeah, because, yeah, yeah you he's 35. They both 35, but he's been around a lot longer. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a, a part of the game. And that's, like, the way age works. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I'm sure he is trying to find that lane it seemed like he found the lane and that's that's the trajectory he trying to go towards now and mm-hmm. and like hey what's from the best towards that because he definitely displayed like a good altogether uh, well-rounded package when it comes to because his boxing I, I ain't gonna lie his boxing was looking good still like yeah. he was touching the jab was the way it was, the jab was touching every time he needed to touch even all in the first round like yeah. but Rodriguez was just having moments Yes. So Neil Magny seemed like he was punching with a little bit more uh uh bad intentions. So nor so than just those little tut tut little shots. He looked like he was hitting and really putting pressure on them shits. And mm-hmm. and that's what really, you know, that's what probably got him to that point of the submission at the end. So like shout out to him on getting a W and yeah. we're gonna keep it moving to the main event. 
I don't know why my dog was the underdog. Like they just they played with her in a sense. Like y'all, y'all tripping on this one. Once I saw she was the underdog, I was like, man, I was supposed to bet that that time because she definitely came through. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. know what y'all Under. thought. Yeah. This is Amanda Lemos defeats Marina Rodriguez with some punches. Yeah, what you thought? <laughs> with some punches. Yeah. And, um, B, you was going for her. You was you was like you wanted Lemos to win, and I remember being in the gym and talking to Coach Jordan. Be like, all right, I think Rodriguez got it. Like during the week, and then Saturday morning, I was like, nah, I think Lemos got it. <laughs> I was like. I, I, I slept on it. <laughs> I slept on it, and I and I'm sure Limos got it. Even though, if people want to argue, people want to just have some shit to talk and say that it was stopped a little bit early. I hear you, but hands were down. Hands were down. Now and that's what I'm saying. I, if you want to have an argument, it's cool. It's cool. Like you, we saw the hands down because, but at the end, her hands did go back up, but it wasn't in a protective way. It was in a survival way. Like my yeah. brain, my brain can't really operate right now, but make whatever is hitting me stop. Like it was yeah. like, that's kind of like what that operation was. And, and the ref saw that limo saw that. Yep. She went in. Was on going in. Yes. And the, saying, there was an intense fill-out session in round one and even in round two. Like, they started to up it a little bit more in round two, but they were still filling each other out. And they respected each other's power, and, and you knew it could be out, like, any minute. But there was think... no way Amanda Lemos was going to lose that fight. Yeah, I'm surprised that she don't want to run it back with Andrade. You want to run it back with whoever wants to, whoever is in her way. I'm we'll sure it'll come about. End up being, but their boxing, both of their boxing was looking good. I was impressed. Like this was a really good main event, mm-hmm. even though Lemos got it done. I was surprised because Rodriguez has just been kind of like just putting hands on a division, and Lemos, you know, same. But you know, they both had their, I think, had their losses coming up. But at the same time, two hard hitters. Great, great event put on. There was definitely a size different. Maria, Marina, she looked very depleted. Like she didn't really have any power back in her. Yeah. So, like I already knew, just based off that, Amanda, Amanda, she just her body was built for the power, and she didn't look depleted at all. She looked like she was very healthy. It looked like that's the weight that she needed to be at. That's where yeah. she was fighting everything. Yeah, yeah. It looked like Marina like had to lose a bunch of weight to get there. And she just, she didn't look healthy. I, I wouldn't be surprised if she go up a weight class. She might be better off there. Mm. Absolutely. But that was UFC Vegas 64. Um, No cap recap. But next week, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Next week, or well, this week, we got UFC 281 at Asanya versus Piera. Yeah. The re-rematch. Yeah. The run, run back. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think it's gonna be a good fight, though. I think oh. uh, is he gonna be like strategic and try to keep his point system type vibe and yeah. get get in where he can get in, and then take him down. I think it's gonna be something like that. And then I went to look at Pereira's last three fights, and he hasn't really fought anybody of caliber like Adesanya has his last three fights, and so. I was just trying to see what was on display there, and it was just not much display there. 
Well, it was not, there was, I don't know. Just like Izzy said, this is MMA. It's different, but I would not be surprised if Pereira want, got a ground game. I wouldn't be surprised. Or even just like the defenses, but they're two yeah. kickboxers. Hopefully it's a, it's a stand-up kickboxing match with a little yeah. bit of, you know, sprinkle in and see what happens. But is he trying to knock this man out and prove a point? Yeah, I'm, and even if he don't prove a point, I think he's gonna try to submit him because he's like, this is MMA, like, so like, there's other oh, ways. Yeah, there's other ways to get you out of here. Yeah, and, and I think that is he smart because he didn't let him do a Leon Edwards and get nine fight winning streak because it's not the fights. It's the training in between all those fights that is impactful. So what Izzy's doing is smart. He's saying, hey, he, all right, he got three wins. All right, that's enough. I ain't about to let you get on no fucking run streak, all that. No, let me see you now. You know what I'm saying? While I got all my experience, while I'm in my prime, while I'm feeling the best that I can feel, let's, let's do this right now. So I think that's the approach that Izzy is taking. And Pieta is probably like, I beat him twice, so what the fuck? <laughs> Let's do this right now. <laughs> so and I think that's why uh, he's probably feeling like that. But I think Izzy's going to show him what MMA is for real, maybe. Like, I think he's going to show him what MMA is. And, and you know, the chance, the off chance that Pieta uh, knocks him out. That is the other. Nervous side. Yeah, Not a nervous side, but, like, that's the flip side of the coin. The coin is Izzy points him and or knocks him out. I'm not seeing, I don't know about a submission, but him working with uh, Glover to share is a huge deal. And I don't take that for granted. That's what I'm saying. So. That's what I'm saying. But I I know all the Niger boys hooked up, you know, linked up. Mm, yep. They working on something. So, you know, yeah. just, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm not nervous because people who have been holding on to their belts got their belts taken. And, you know, Amanda got hers back. I wholeheartedly believe Kamaru is going to get his back. But mm. is this that time where that it happens? Transfer. To yeah, it transfers, but it comes right back. But it's still that transfer that has to happen. So that's just, that's just that thing that doesn't sit well with me. Look at uh, Charles Oliver. My heart still hurt for that one. You know, yeah. still slowly getting over that one you yeah, know that's, like it's certain guys they'll they'll let them get them run back run back run back but like they not trying to do that for for certain champs like Oliveira, like Oliveira was the champ like they not about to let him get that back one more time like he was supposed to have the belt in the first place yeah but it's just like all right you know i ain't about to get back on that yeah, <laughs> but, try to, try to just looking, think about it. So looking forward to that though. So that's just that's what's coming up next week. UFC two eighty one, and we just did no cap recap. I'm so, I, I want to see her name. Wayla. Yeah, she gonna get her belt back. That's a hot take. Yeah, <laughs> I'm calling it right now. She gonna get yeah. her belt back. Zane Wayla gonna get her, okay. We'll see. But that was another episode of Roundhouse Roundtable. Make sure y'all rock with us or else. We're gonna find y'all. All right, that's not and happening. We're gonna come to your homes and open your doors. That's not what we're doing. And leave a plant pamphlet and say, "Hey, listen to the Roundhouse Roundtable not on, all stream on all streaming platforms." Mm -mm. And then, hey, we might pop up at your church. Nope, might, definitely not doing that. We might pop up at your church and be like, "Hey, listen to the Roundhouse Roundtable on all streaming platforms: Apple, Amazon, Google." Nope, all of that. Twitter, nope. we're talking big shit on Twitter talking huge shit on twitter even b 
Armani's talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Twitter. I don't know how to work Twitter. <laughs> and we're on, Instagram, we're on Instagram, and we already got blocked from Uriah Hall. So we're going to run. <laughs> We're what? really, we're really on a, we're really on a run right Why'd now. Why'd you get blocked? Because it yeah, wasn't me. Uh, you're right, Hall. Unblock us, bro. Come Why'd on. Why'd you get blocked? Unblock us. <laughs> <laughs> because when he lost his son, Sean Strickland fight, he got in his feelings and no, nah, because I don't want no beef with Uriah Hall. Come on, he, he, we fuck with Uriah Hall, but like he was wild in that Strickland fight. You know it, you know it. You were boxing. He, he, All right, and we out of here. <laughs> I use the heat as a sword Cause keep the peace is a boy They go keys for you Say please That's one, please Don't need No one, that's two, please Don't leave That's three, four If you do